0: continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: All right, guys, I think we'll have a good show tonight.
2: You know Sears isn't here, right?
1: What? No, Mr. Sound Off? Show's gonna suck. Oh, no. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey! Oh, Original yeah. leader, Sound Off! Awesome. Hey, keep being oh, you, yeah. man!
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just
0: do the best you can.
3: That's all we ask.
1: From WHO, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Now, get ready to Sound Off!
2: I kind of wish I hadn't seen that. What are you talking about? They love you. As
3: far as I know. (laughs) Mark Freund in for John Sears tonight. Good to have you here, Mark. Hey, thanks a lot. Good to be here. We have a lot to talk about tonight, including the big basketball game. You you were at Hilton Coliseum basically for 48 hours. Yeah, two straight days. (laughs) It It was fun. (laughs) Sound off at 515-282-9010. Hot topic Iowa continues its domination in the Cyhawks series. The Hawks had men's and women's basketball to go with football and wrestling. Iowa never trailed
2: at Hilton Coliseum Thursday night, routing Iowa State 84 to 68. It was a statement, and Iowa senior Jordan Bohannon capped the win by leaving his game-worn sneakers at the top of the key with a (coughs) statement of its own. What did you think? Sound off now, 515-282-9010.
3: The Hawkeyes won in Ames for the first time in 16 years, routed the Cyclones, and the top post-game topic, Jordan Bohannon's sneakers. Bohannon shed his kicks, signed to ISU thanks for MEMS, and left them on the Hilton Coliseum Court. It's top-tier trolling, audacious, and a sign of respect. This kind of showmanship used to bother me more. Now, cancer does. There are so many legitimate reasons for outrage in this world. I just can't find much for a WWE mic drop, especially when the idea came from a cyclone. Mohanen says Monte Morris planned to do it in Iowa City, but Iowa State lost. For much of my life, I was old school, code following, respect the game sports guy. And though I still detest taunting, I just can't get too worked up over joyful bat flips, touchdown celebrations, and sneaker drops. When it comes to get off my lawn, I'm aging like Benjamin Button. Chances are, if you think Bohannon's move was awesome, you're a Hawkeye. If you think it was no class, you're a Cyclone. If Monte Morris had done this, some of the same fans cheering this as harmless rivalry fun would have been offended. And some of the fans saying, bad sportsmanship would say good gamesmanship, that's tribalism. I've heard from a few Cyclone fans who say, yeah, but Bohannon refused to shake hands. Roll the video, please. In a rivalry, it doesn't matter if it's true, it's whatever helps your side look better. Bohannon shook hands. He then got on camera and talked about his respect for Cyclone fans, Hilton's atmosphere, and the back and forth trash talk with famed fan kiss blower George Niang. Later, J Bo would raffle the sneakers to raise more than $20,000 for Stead Family Children's Hospital. Bohannon enjoys the spotlight, especially on the road. He's that player fans love to hate. There are those on both sides who don't like what Bohannon did. They are absolutely entitled to that opinion. I smiled, shook my head and looked forward to next year's game.
2: Well said. With the Cyclone game come and gone, it's been declared a Hawkeye state. But is there a possibility that, at least this year, it could have been a Panther state? Newsflash, Northern Iowa is 10-1. Now, wins over Division three Cornell and Luther don't impress, but victories over South Carolina, and more recently, a top-25 Colorado team do. For Panther fans, this start must feel pretty good. Three straight seasons, you and I, has flopped. Last year, they turned it on late, but couldn't quite finish the job. Contending is the expectation, one established by Ben Jacobson, who, after 13 seasons, is still probably underappreciated. Not just because he's a good coach, but because he brings in players that fit his system, players that want to be in Cedar Falls. Players that have hit special shots in March. Remember Ali Farokmanesh, Wes Washpun, Paul Jesperson? The next in that category could be A.J. Green, the homegrown top 100 recruit that stayed in Cedar Falls. Green is developing into the player that many expected him to be, though I'd like to see him shoot it a little better. Still, it might only be a matter of time before Green does something special of his own. It's only December, but this looks like a team built for March. Good guards, unselfish, good defensively. And if Loyola can get to the Final Four out of the MVC, okay, it might be a little early for that. But now is the time to start paying attention, and it circles us back to the question, is you and I good enough to beat the Hawkeyes or the Cyclones? Could it be a Panther state? If only we could play the games and find out. Oh, uh, Yeah. Well done, Mark.
3: Uh, The Panthers deserve more attention than they've gotten so far from us and and from others as well. The home and homes are what I really miss. Uh, You know, going to the the McLeod Center, going to the Knapp Center. It just there's no way to think that these games that are being played, some of these games, these games against teams that you don't even know or that you can't even identify their nicknames.
2: That's not better. Well, they do do it on the women's side a little bit, but, you know, as we've seen in the past or over the years now, the coaches are saying it's, you know, scheduling conflicts and things like that. They just can't fit these games in. I don't necessarily buy it, but, hey, that's how it all shakes out. What do you think the first call's about?
3: Hmm. J-Bo Shoes. Yeah, let's go to that. Joe is in Des Moines. Uh, Joe, what did you think?
0: As far as I'm concerned, he can take those stinky shoes back to Iowa City and smell them all day.
3: Well, they are back in Iowa City. They're being raffled off for the Stead Family Children's Hospital.
0: And and as far as collecting money, what is that supposed to prove?
3: What's it supposed to prove?
0: He's supposed to prove bad sportsmanship brings uh, money. Is that it?
3: I don't think that's his point, that it's
2: bad sportsmanship.
3: I think he's trying to raise money.
0: I used to respect him. Now I hope he loses every game.
2: You you don't respect him anymore despite the fact that he's – Okay. Well, he hung up. No, he is,
3: uh, there are many people who feel like that, and Mark, as I said, I, I won't repeat myself too much, I think I was closer to that, and now I just, I just can't get too, I can't get too worked up about this. I, there are other things that work me up, this isn't it,
2: I, but, but there are people who hate it. I get if you're salty over the loss, but it's hard to, you know, again, say that this isn't a classy move or that this was, you know, self-motivated, It, he's doing this, you know, hashtag for the kids. I think that guy might have been a Hawkeye fan.
3: Ah. I, I'm not sure. There, there are some Hawkeye fans who didn't like it, but more often than not, it's whichever side of the rivalry of you, you're on. Ed is in Des Moines. Ed, the Cyhawk basketball game, what did you think?
0: I think it was a great thing. I, uh, I went to Iowa State in 57, 58, 59, and as uh, Keith said, there were signs up there that said, uh, students keep off the grass. And I think his uh, move to do that with the shoes to to raise money for the hospital it was a great gesture and he's a great man. I
3: right, thank you for your call tonight. Uh Mark, have you ever been at a, a wrestling match when somebody leaves the shoes out there? It's when they retire, yeah. right? That's yeah. like I'm done, I left it all on the mat.
2: Yep, and that's actually not just uh, confined to amateur wrestling. They do it in pro wrestling as well. Fun fact. <laughs> Is that right? Are you talking <laughs> about your pro wrestling? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like The Rock? Yeah, yeah, like Like sometimes when they're they're retiring, it's gonna be their last match or whatever, they'll leave their boots in the ring and it's like a sign of respect. Who's your guy? Oh man, stone cold. Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh, Time for
3: lookalikes with a local connection. Tiffany in Johnston (laughs) says Iowa State's chrome helmet looks like a Christmas tree ornament. Tiny ref? Oh yeah, it's pretty close. (laughs) Yeah. Is there an actual ornament like that? Because I'm sure there was some Cyclone fans who would like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Make make the helmet into an ornament.
2: Yeah. Blair in Des Moines says the two city mayoral candidates look like the same guy. Mayor Frank County and Jack Hatch. Tiny ref is Blair correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) One has a beard. That's it. One has a beard. It was a close. It was a close race. Maybe the beard. Cost Jack Hatch. Isn't there mostly a negative reaction? What if you go to the polls and you don't know who you're voting for? <laughs> Fortunately, there weren't pictures. Uh, send lookalikes to sound off at whotv.com.
1: It's a smaller fan base in a state with only 3 million people, and yet it landed a big slice of pie. Let's talk about another fist bump for this flyover state. It's What's bugging Andy
0: next.
3: Time for another game
2: of Knockout. One's gotta go Christmas movies. All right, Christmas Vacation. You got Elf, A Christmas Story, and Home Alone. Okay, I've only seen two of these. You got Elf and Home Alone. The other two I haven't. And you haven't seen Christmas people Vacation. People are are going to lose their minds when they find out I haven't seen Christmas Vacation, but I haven't, I'm sorry. I... Well, it looks like a late night for you. Yeah. I've seen them all many
3: times and I love them all, but if I'm knocking out one, it's a Christmas
2: story. Sorry, Ralphie. Uh, time to find out what's bugging Andy. And in a way, it's pretty much K-State fans.
1: We saw something last week that is, unfortunately, pretty rare in this world. Justice. Iowa State outkicked its bowl coverage and landed a bid to the Camping World Bowl. Despite a 7-5 and record and a loss to Kansas State in the final week, Kansas State wanted that bid badly, but they didn't get it we Iowans did. And why? Because we deserved it. We know that bowl games below the college football playoff level are really just glorified exhibition games put on by chambers of commerce looking to draw big crowds to cities where those crowds will spend money. The Bulls want to be treated like something special and that's exactly what they get when they invite the Cyclones or the Hawkeyes. We show up we throw down, we buy them out and then we pack them in. That's the way this state does bowl trips and that's why everyone wants that herd of pasty white Iowans headed their way come December or January. It's not unfair K-State fans, it's more than fair because it's business Sonny, it's not personal. And we have earned this right. I mean We dragged our butts to places like Shreveport and Boise, faked a smile through chattering teeth in New York City, and pretended to be excited about yet another trip to the Outback Bowl. I mean, the idea that Iowans would ever be ho-hum about an invitation to Florida in the winter is stupid, but you're pushing it, Tampa. You really are. Jack Trice Stadium crowds have actually witnessed about three wins a year over the past decade, and yet those crowds have grown every year. They went to Memphis two years ago, treated it like it was Monaco, and bought the place out of every dented, skunked, lukewarm, watery can of bush light that had been shipped south of the Mississippi on the reject barge from St. Louis. The Iowans have put in the time. We've earned this opportunity, America. You want equal treatment? Let Iowan show you the way. Show up, buck up, and then keep it up every single year. It's that simple. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me.
3: Thank you, Andy. The Heisman Trophy Ceremony had all the drama of a Russian election. When we come back, proof winning the Heisman does not equal NFL success. Sound off on Twitter, at Soundoff13, fake gray. Fake gray? Yeah, fake gray. The fake Rob Gray burner. That's great. Uh, silly thing for Bohannon to do, considering he was 2 for 12 from the field. It is understandable that Iowa was excited after breaking a streak that dates to 2003, but if you want to leave shoes behind, they should have been Garza's or camps. They were the difference makers.
2: Sound off Nation on Facebook from Sound Off Nation. Tom Buke. Writes Buck, maybe? Buck, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I, Tom. All right, anyway, he writes, I take it Bohannon was so discouraged by his poor play, two for 12, that he decided to quit and discarded his shoes at the only real arena he ever played in. Dang. <laughs> this topic is, uh, there's more of this than there is the game.
3: Who's near five? Five recent, recent Heisman Trophy winners who were NFL busts. Now, there are many more, but these five stand out, at least for who's in your five. Number five, Gino Toretta at Miami. Number four, Troy Smith, Ohio State, won by one of the widest margins Mm -hmm. ever, Uh, not much of a pro career. Number three, hasn't been that long ago, Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M, now a cautionary tale. Number two, Eric Crouch at Nebraska, would not change positions and therefore did not get to have an NFL career. And number one, Danny Werfel of Florida, he still has Troy Davis's Heisman Trophy. Ah, oh, There you go. All right, uh, Mark is in Des Moines. Uh, Mark, welcome to Sound Off.
0: Hey, how you doing, Keith? G-
3: doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing real well. I just uh, want to give a shout-out to my uh, cousin, Antonio Morelos, for winning the uh, heavyweight. Olympic trials down in Louisiana tonight.
3: That, we we just learned of that. Mm-hmm. that that's fantastic because uh, Antonio was unranked like a year ago. He's now ranked number one. This doesn't necessarily mean he's, he's going to fight in the Olympics, but he's yep. on the United States Olympic team and he'll have a shot to exactly. fight in the Olympics, right? Exactly. So tell me just a quickly a little bit of, about his background because he's a Des Moines Lincoln guy.
0: Yeah, he's a Des Moines Lincoln guy. He grew up on uh, down off of Hartford, uh, South Side. Um, his, of course, his mom's my cousin, and we've just watched him grow up. He's, I got, I call him my little cousin. He's six foot seven, you know. He's not back. little. No, he's not little at all. Well, John he's, Sears, he's a uh, great kid. John Sears, Mark, may, you may
3: have seen him. John Sears has been doing stories on Antonio. Uh-huh. Over the years, uh, going way back to I don't know, like five years ago, yeah,
2: 2015, I think.
3: And uh, John just uh, loved the young man, and and really has been rooting for him. So uh, John's incredible, on vacation is, tonight, but we can't wait to tell him that, that you know he's made the United States Olympic team.
0: Yeah, it's it's incredible. He's he he deserves it. This kid's worked real hard.
3: Do you? Uh, and he, and he how long for, do you no, think uh, Mark Freund could could stay upright against Antonio?
0: Ooh. I don't I don't think he could <laughs> no, uh, maybe
3: three seconds or so if that. <laughs> hey, congratulations to you and the whole family
0: well thank you very much
3: that's that's awesome that's, that's really cool the Olympics will be seen here on channel 13 that's coming up in Tokyo what is that like uh eight months
2: away do the August? math, do the math, do the math. Yeah. Uh, eight Pretty months close. away.
3: Yeah. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be exciting and gosh, it'd be so cool if we have a, a guy from Des Moines Lincoln trying to win a gold medal.
2: Yeah, I watched John's story tonight actually and there's a photo in there where uh Antonio is is posing, I think it's outside the Capitol. He's got like Five or six belts, just around his arm, yeah. like title belts. It's really cool. He's a national champ uh, recently, so that's a really cool story. I hope he goes far.
3: Yeah, Finn in our newsroom is a is a Des Moines Lincoln guy, and mm-hmm. he is so proud <laughs> of what Antonio did awesome. tonight. Time for over under Raiders edition. Overrated, Las Vegas Raiders. It's no fault of the fine people and tourists of Vegas, but the Raiders belong yeah. in Oakland. Underrated Oakland Raiders, Uh, these fans just flat out deserve better. Gosh, they're still cheering the Raiders. They keep getting screwed over. They're still cheering
2: the Raiders. And I'm sure they will continue to cheer the Raiders as well. Yeah, by the way, what was that picture of the Raiders on the (laughs) left? Uh, More thoughts on
3: Iowa's surprisingly easy win over Iowa State. Faceoff comes next.
2: Alright, time for face off after DePaul embarrassed Iowa at Carver Hawkeye Arena. It looked like it would be a long season for the Hawks. Right now, though, looks promising. Props to Fran McCaffrey. It's been a while
3: since I've been this surprised negatively or positively by a local team's run. Turns out DePaul is better than advertised, but turns out so is Iowa. The Hawks have holes, but McCaffrey has made the most of what he has to work with. It's
2: It's been good. Yeah, three wins over power five teams all on the road or a neutral court. It's been impressive. Yeah. McCaffrey joined many other Hawkeyes expressing condolences to Bill Fenley on the loss of Fenley's father. Wednesday was emotional.
3: Yeah, you were there, you know. Uh, Fenley coaching the same day he lost his dad and just feeling...
2: A big hug from not only everyone in Cyclone Country, but the Hawkeye Nation too. Yeah, nice reminder that two sides can come together. They sure did. Okay, you correctly predicted LSU quarterback Joe Burrow would win in the biggest Heisman Trophy landslide of all time. The real question is, can we claim Burrow as an Iowan? By birth,
3: sure. Born in Ames, spent a few years there, probably doesn't remember them. (laughs) Even has some lasting connections from Ames, but no, I think Burrow thinks of Ohio is home,
2: and now Louisiana, too. He gave a great speech. Good thing Nebraska didn't take Burrow up on his dreams of playing in Lincoln. He's not that good. No, just won the Heisman by the biggest landslide in
3: history. Nebraska doesn't need him.
2: I mentioned how good the UNI basketball team has been, but we should mention the football team, even though the Panther season ended in the quarterfinals, a nice run. Yeah, first
3: 10-win season in many years for the Fighting Justin Cerencies. Uh Lost to
2: good teams and took Iowa State, remember that? Took Iowa State to triple overtime. It seems like a long time ago, but if Purdy doesn't pounce on that fumble, UNI wins the game. Man, yeah, that, wow. Knockout, one had to go, Christmas Classics. See you Man. later. A Christmas story. You've been knocked out. Wasn't even close. 45%, almost half of the people in, that voted in this poll, four options, one of them took half the vote. That's Jesus. crazy. should have put
3: Die Hard in there, I guess. <laughs> Man, Christmas story just got crushed. All right, back to the calls. Uh, two callers, same topic, Jabo's Shoes. All right. We'll start in Webster City with Jacob. Jacob, what can you add about... Uh, Jordan Bolhannon's shoes.
0: Hey, so I'm going to college at Simpson College in Indianola, and I'm a sports communication major. So I think that if nothing else can be added to this whole thing, is that it just gets us talking about the rivalry. Um, these college athletes' careers are so short. I don't think in any way that he meant disrespect by it, and I think it's just a really cool thing that will add to this rivalry for years to come. I think it's crazy. There's so many worse things that could have happened. And for the shoes to be the topic, I think that's really cool, in my opinion. Jacob,
3: that's a good call, and you you call us back anytime, Mark, I think what some people missed here, maybe the first caller we had that left such an impression, is after the game, Jordan Mohannon said he did this because of the respect he has for Hilton Coliseum, those fans,
2: and the rivalry. Right, and he is obviously a guy that thinks some things through, right? I mean... Yes, he went back and forth with George Niang on Twitter, but I think most people reasonably understood that that was all in good fun, right? He is a, a grounded kid and, and realizes that this is supposed to be fun and not, you know, the at each other's throats, uh, you know, savagery that some of these fans make this rivalry out to be.
3: And I have heard from one person in particular who I really respect, who just does not like what he did, and and I. I, I can't say that you're wrong. I mean, the, the right. line of sportsmanship is sometimes difficult to find. I can just say that when I saw it, I thought, ha, that's going to take the rivalry up a notch. <laughs> right. uh, Scott in West of what did you think?
0: Well, I think it's a lot easier to focus on complaining about uh, someone's potentially unsportsmanlike behavior, although I think probably not really, rather than focusing on the glaring weaknesses in your basketball team's Performance against an underdog. That's about it.
3: Uh thank you for that. Yeah, uh Scott makes a point about yeah. Iowa State. It's just one game, but man, the, the the cyclones did not look good. They they didn't look ready to
2: go. Six of twenty-six from three, the half court offense was particularly rough, especially in the first half. I think we've kind of learned by now that Iowa State isn't a good three-point shooting team. It's just going to be a matter of how they make up for that. It's a pretty
3: big sample size at this point. Yeah,
2: it, it really is. And uh, boy, uh, that, that game against Iowa was as telling a trend as we've seen out of this team at this point. You you missed 23-pointers, uh, you know you got some problems there. Did you
3: put your nose all the way down in the sneakers? That that guy there was almost in the sneakers. Well.
2: <laughs> I didn't, you know, he just played a game. I don't want to get my face too close to the shoe holes. Man, that guy was
3: willing to do anything.
2: Mark wasn't. Uh, That'll do it for us. We're back next week. Uh, John Sears is back next week. Uh, We hope you are too. You mean you're kicking me out of here? Yeah. All right, we leave you with the Sound Off send-off. A good week for the Hawkeyes also included Iowa's fourth straight win in the women's basketball series. Mr. Sound Off returns next week.